This is Weon, and you're listening to Gravitas Podcast, making sense of the news. Can a country have two different policing systems? One that is run by the government in power and the other by a foreign power? Obviously not. How can a sovereign country allow a foreign government to operate a police force on its soil? But what if I tell you it is happening already? China is setting up a network of police stations overseas and they are present in more than 20 countries. They are being used to go after dissidents. The Chinese police is going global and this is our cover story tonight. The scale of this operation is massive. Just have a look at this. These are the countries that already have a Chinese overseas police station. Going by one report, there are at least 54 Chinese overseas police service centers in existence. They are spread out across five continents and 21 countries. There could be more countries with such police stations. Now, we are not sure when they were set up, but what is their purpose? Why does China need police stations overseas? Well, on paper, these police stations, quote-unquote, were set up to offer diplomatic services to Chinese citizens abroad. You know, for basic services like renewing a driving license or for declaring a change in marital status. But in reality, these police stations have a much bigger mandate. And one of their responsibilities is to silence Chinese dissidents. I have a case study for you. It is from the Netherlands. Since 2018, China has opened up at least two police stations there. That same operation targeted a young dissident. His name is Wong Jingyu. He was a Chinese citizen. He openly criticized the Chinese government on social media. And as a result, he has been granted asylum by the Netherlands. And soon after he arrived in the country, he started getting messages. Someone from the Chinese police station in Rotterdam reached out. What for? Wong said the Chinese officials asked him to go back to China, quote-unquote, to sort out his problems. Apparently, he was asked to think about his parents. Wong seems to have ignored these early warnings, but the Chinese officials did not stop. Their threats only intensified. Wong started receiving death threats. Here is one of the text messages that he got. It said, I am going to kill you. And that message came with a picture of a gun. The Netherlands has now launched an investigation. Reports say the Dutch Foreign Ministry has already termed these police stations as illegal. But what about the other countries? Well, they need to catch up because these police stations are conducting coercive activities under the radar. Here is a statistic for you to consider. From April 2021 to July 2022, at least 230,000 nationals returned to China. 
they were persuaded to go back and face criminal proceedings. And reports say these police stations have played an important role in this campaign. These stations are an extension of the Chinese state overseas and a means to keep the citizens in check beyond the physical borders of China. They pose a serious challenge to the sovereignty of independent nation states. Let's now dig deeper into this problem with our guest today. Joining me is Jing Jie Chen, campaigner and researcher at Safeguard Defenders from Paris, the organization that put out uh, a report, the same NGO that uncovered this network of Chinese police stations overseas. Thanks very much uh, for being here with us. Now, this investigation in the Netherlands comes after your organization's report, which mentioned that China has uh, these overseas police service centers spread out across five continents and 21 countries. Uh, tell us more about what you have found. So we have discovered um, several different stations in major cities in Europe, the US, um, sorry, Europe, uh, America, Africa, and also in Asia. This was originally a service to target um, um, in international criminals uh, escaped from China, but then it's changed to a service basically help the Chinese government to locate people. And there have been, well, now we found more than 20 police stations in over 20 countries. But uh, recently we also found there are different cities doing the same thing. So there could be even more stations now around the world. And we need uh, all the government to act in order to identify those locations. Right. What is your reaction to what's happening in the Netherlands and reports saying Dutch media have found evidence that these overseas service stations are being used to try and silence Chinese dissidents in Europe? Sure. So we welcome um, the Dutch authority to start an investigation on this matter. Uh, but we also know that there, there, there probably are a lot of victims who are sent back to China or who are um, threatened to, 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 to forced to go back to China. And then so we want this invest investigation to be able to protect the victims and to protect the Chinese um, dissidents abroad, especially here in the Netherlands. Right. If you can tell us a little bit more about how exactly these centers function. Originally, it was established in 2018 by the Fuzhou City Public Security Bureau. The, the aim or the campaign was to basically bring back um, the telecom fraud criminals from abroad to China. However, we also have seen that this has been used as a way to, to, to intimidate people living outside of China. This is also concerning because these um, service stations are usually undercover in local Chinese associations or sometimes supermarkets or restaurants. So um, we are not able to identify how many people are working for the Chinese government in that case. And it's also important to know that this is operating in a foreign soil. So we really would need different governments here in Netherlands and Canada has responded, Spain and the US has responded. And we want also a first European country to be able to take a concrete actions to protect the victims. 
And uh, talking about these persuasion operations, how do these centers really carry them out? Uh, these operations uh, that are aimed at coercing those suspected of speaking out against the Chinese regime to return home. So usually um, the, the local public security bureau will reach out to say the leaders of um, the Chinese overseas associations or say Chinese um, chamber of commerce in different countries. So they will select those say important figures in order to ask them to become the, 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 the director of the stations. Uh, and then through them, they can also you know, reach out to more people who might know more people in the Chinese community. But there are also informers who are individually selected and appointed uh, by the Chinese public security uh, bureaus in order to uh, inform the government about the whereabouts, about the activities um, of a specific targeted person, and then to report them and then reach out to them. Uh, organize an, on, an online meeting in order to tell them that, well, we actually have locates, uh, located you and we may be able to contact your family members. Then so there's two, two ways for them to, 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 to force um, um, the overseas um, Chinese to come back to, Taiwan, uh, to, to China. Sorry. Jingjie Chen, we're leaving it there for the moment. Thanks very much indeed for being here on the broadcast.